Customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet can often be hard to achieve. Tune in monthly as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX Podcast. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Experience Better, the CX Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Thompson, Senior Partner Relationship Manager at Kubra. Today's episode is improving customer experience for seniors with concierge services. Managing and paying bills can be a source of stress for all of us. For the elderly and their caretakers, it can even be more challenging to keep track of all the bills coming in and navigating new payment technologies to pay them. Not to mention, seniors are more vulnerable to frauds and scams. In this episode of Experience Better, we talk to Marcy Lobel Esrig, founder, CEO, and general counsel for Silver Bills, to understand how concierge services like hers can help this demographic and others better manage their bills, detect fraud charges, and basically protect against overpaying. Welcome, Marcy. Thank you for joining the program today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've had a chance to talk before. You've got a pretty interesting background. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it and, you know, why did you decide to create this service? Sure. So I was a lawyer for the New York Mets parent company, Sterling Equities. And about two weeks after I started, the Bernie Madoff scandal broke. And my company lost about $500 million and almost the entire 401k of the company. And I worked on that financial crime for about eight years as associate general counsel And I became an expert in financial exploitation and really had a very unique window into the whole process and even the psychology of it. And at the same time, my elderly aunt was aging in her home and she was struggling with this problem of managing her household bills. And I did a lot of research into the overlap of those issues. And I learned that, first of all, there was no national scalable solution to this problem. But more importantly, This often led to the $1 billion annual elder adult financial exploitation problem in this country, in the United States. So people look for a solution and they allow untrustworthy individuals to come into their homes and they either steal personal effects like jewelry or write unauthorized checks. And so I realized I I had an idea to solve this and I left Sterling to work on silver bills full time. Beautiful. So for those who don't know about Silver Bills, what services do you provide? And and essentially, I mean, we know what your customer demographic is, but let's dig into that a little bit deeper. Sure. So what we're doing on behalf of customers are we're receiving, scrutinizing, storing, and making sure their household bills are paid correctly and on time. And we have a very robust back-end proprietary software solution. However, clients have the option to use it or not. They are paired with a U.S.-based account manager who's using that software, but it's a person on the other end of the phone who actually knows them, knows their history, knows the details of their obligations, their payment obligations, and they can reach that person on the phone. So we are not forcing anyone to go online, um, particularly because this demographic, about 17 million of them don't use computers at all. Millions more don't use them for financial tasks. But increasingly, we have inbound queries from younger people who just are tired of all the apps on their phone, and they want a person. Like, in many cases, they have accountants who handle their tax preparation or lawyers who handle their you know, various legal documents. We are that person on the other end of the phone, the professional who can help with the bill management. 
Yeah, so and that's what we're doing. And you know, I I can appreciate that. I mean, you know, my mother's getting older, and and it's not just the concept of computers, but how they work and Wi-Fi versus, you know, mobile technology versus cable, and having them things plugged in and the blinky blinky lights going, just sort of getting that and pulling it all together. So, uh, the fact that, you know, not only the elderly seniors have ability to call somebody and speak in their language, and they can translate and do uh, what they need, you know, from a technical standpoint. On the other end is is wonderful. So. Obviously, the service provided primarily for seniors. How did you design the program to make it easier for this demographic to work with you? Because clearly, that's got to be a bit of a challenge, the whole technological challenge with respect to seniors. So, as I said, computer use is completely optional. So, what do we do? We meet our clients where they are from a technology perspective. If they are comfortable using technology, they can Op, you know, engage with us purely online. But for the b- large majority, we provide them with old school business reply envelopes, a supply of those. They put whatever they want us to manage in there. Let's say their cell phone bill. We get a sample of it. We onboard that in our software. Their, their Silver Bills account manager will do that. Mm-hmm. And going forward, we get that paper directly. We did a lot of research into stressors in bill management in this population. And we heard repeatedly that all of the paper causes a lot of stress, not only for the seniors, but for their families. And so once we get that piece of paper, we get it directly. And again, instead of emailing or texting or anything else, they have the option of calling their dedicated account manager on the phone and speaking with him or her whenever they want. So that's how we accommodate the needs of, of this population. We're not forcing them to go online. And I can tell you that it's very disenfranchising for a lot of older adults who are not online, particularly mm-hmm. the older demographic. You know, you talk about older adults and you kind of have to, um, you know, segment that population. The, old, the, the skewing older of that demographic, they're tired of hearing about all of these cultural references to online, yep. Facebook, et cetera. And we don't do that with them. We are very sensitive to their particular needs and requirements. And, and I can imagine there's another segment of the population that isn't elderly that struggles with the same thing. And, you know, so let me ask you this. Are there other demographics, i.e. younger people who utilize the service for... All the reasons you just stated. Absolutely. And it's very interesting because we closed our seed um, investor investment round at the end of March and really started ramping up our spend on marketing. And increasingly, we're getting just busy professionals calling us and saying, we want to outsource this to you. They understand the value of their time. They want an actual person to handle this. They, they theoretically could do it themselves with an app or with online bill pay, but they also want not only a person on the phone, but accountability. Mm-hmm. If they forget to pay something like an insurance premium, there's no accountability. They're, they're at fault. If they're taking care of their parents' bills, they're at fault. There's no one to, you know, to provide compensation. We're a professional service provider, and we, we guarantee complete and correct payment of all bills, and we will compensate for errors. And we have four very significant insurance policies to do that. Although I'm proud to say that in all the years we've been in operation, we've never had to exercise on those policies. But that's a safeguard for clients. Yeah. There is accountability when you hire professionals to manage this task. Yeah, and and you talk, I mean, so you you bring a good point. You know, we're sort of talking now a little bit about security um, in the terms in terms of anti-fraud. So with you know, with security being so prevalent and and you know, even in the corporate world, we have to take 
security courses, you know, phishing, identifying, you know, trolling emails, things like that. You know, with your organization, with all the data breaches and fraudsters, security obviously is a huge concern. How do you protect your customer data to ensure your customers feel safe? I mean, again, it's it's front and center these days. Yes. Yeah, so we were selected from hundreds of startups across the globe to participate in the IBM HyperProtect program. And uh, that allowed us to migrate all of our data to the IBM HyperProtected Cloud. It's considered the Fort Knox of data storage, as well as we have two years of IBM consulting expertise that is focusing on security issues for us. And I can say with confidence, it's something we think about on a daily basis. And we're, um, you know, it, it's the it's the foundation of our business. So we take these issues of security and data security incredibly, incredibly um, seriously. We have also AI um, implemented to monitor all of the activities of our account managers, as well as human auditing, CPA level auditing of all of our transactions. So it's something we think about all the time. And I believe we've done, you know, everything within our capabilities um, prudently to cover these issues of security. You know, that being said, yes, there are data breaches all the time and, and yep. we read about it every day, but we, we've gone uh, above and beyond to prevent that. Fantastic. Thank you. So a lot of our listeners are, are you know, corporate working for organizations, and I, I can only imagine their interest in hearing you and about silver bills and, and working with this demographic and, and getting them, let's say, engaged with technology in a different way that, you know, would normally, uh, they would normally, you know, operate with. Is your service just for consumers or, you know, can businesses, some of the, you know, our partners, Cooper partners, utilities, insurance companies work with you to provide these services to their existing customers? And and if so, what would that look like? Because, I again, we've talked earlier and I know, you know, you sort of, you I don't want to steal your thunder, but you do have, uh, well, let me just pass it back to you and you can get into it. Sure. So there are, there are a lot of stakeholders that suffer when this process goes awry. Those include municipalities. So, for example, we have contracts with the New York City Department for the Aging, the County of Maui, Hawaii, the City of Yonkers. All of them either pay us or are subsidized through a grant to provide free services to the residents of their localities. And that's because this is a very expensive problem for them. There are calls to 911 when heat is terminated. There's eviction. There's guardianship. We can prevent all of that. In terms of utility companies, we did some very, very um, informative research with utility companies, and we found that a pain point is printing the statements and tracking down the paper checks. And that notice that they put on their statements, please onboard to our online portal. For those 17 million Americans that don't have computers, it's literally worthless. I mean, you can't get people to do that if they don't have technology capabilities or they're not comfortable with it. What we do for utility companies, and this is a program that we have actually for free called Silver Bills One, is we onboard existing clients onto the existing utility portal such that they do not have to print out paper statements anymore. And we facilitate ACH debits of those payments. By having that personal relationship, our account managers can call the clients, customers, however you term, you know, call them in the world of, of utilities. Mm -hmm. yep. They can call them on the phone and say, we just received the notification of what your amount due this month is. 
do you authorize that ACH debit? And we facilitate that. So it's really a win-win. And we do that for free. Silver bills won for utility companies. So that's the way we work with utility companies and municipalities. Um, for, for example, insurance companies, same thing. When their premiums are due, it's painful. That's a pain point for them to, to send out all that paper. We facilitate that same onboarding. There's no technology build that has to even occur right. for us to partner with these organizations that are sending paper statements and that prefer ACH debits for their payments rather than paper checks. Right. And and they prefer the true paperless option as well, which is what you know we're trying to do and utilities are trying to get to as well. True paperless online payments and uh, using their existing technology is uh, just a, fun, a wonderful way to do it. So there, it's a win-win for everybody. From, so from other than what we just spoke about, leveraging, you know, existing businesses, current technology and portals and infrastructure, what are some of the other benefits that businesses are seeing uh, from partnering with Silver Bills? Well, the biggest one is, is on-time payment through, uh, you know, electronic payments. So um, they really love that and we are facilitating that. And we guarantee from our client perspective, 100% correct payment on time. Yep, on time payments. Uh, love get the cash on time. I know every business does. So uh, you're 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 singing to them right now. So looking forward, what do you expect as you look to improve the bill payment experience for your customers in the future? What's sort of coming down the road for Silver Bills? Well, the exciting news hot off the presses is yesterday we learned that we are getting a two million dollar grant from the National Institutes of Health, specifically to increase our technology build. Um, and that was in response to the Alzheimer's crisis that's affecting our country right now. Mm -hmm. And um, last year, the NIH decided to invest in technology tools for, uh, with respect to legal and financial matters for Alzheimer's caregivers. So we applied for that grant with our partners at the University of Denver Noble Institute for Healthy Aging. And we learned yesterday that we're getting a million of it to spend on tech build-out. So we have all kinds of exciting developments with our tech um, build-out, and that's what's next on our horizon. I'm sure you have that money spent already. If not, <laughs> then uh, you probably soon will be. Marcy, why don't you walk us through what it would be like for, I guess, a customer experience? If I'm Scott Thompson and I'm looking to get started and I've reached out to your website, what's next for me? What is sort of high level, the sequence of steps I can expect to go through over the next few days? Sure. So typically it's a phone conversation with one of our enrollment advisors who will speak to the potential client at length about their particular situation and go over the details. And then the next step is signing our service agreement. It's a form agreement and that can be done however the client prefers. We can send them a hard copy of it in the mail and include those business reply envelopes so they can very easily just sign it, put it in an envelope, no need to go to the post office or write an envelope, you know, address the envelope. It's all pre-addressed. Um, if they want, they can do it online. If they want, they can fax it. We really accommodate whatever the particular needs are of the client. And then once we get the signed service agreement, the enrollment advisor will have a meeting with the client. It's usually a phone call with the client and their particular account manager. They make the introduction. They spend some time on the phone, the three of them getting to know each other. And then after that, the account manager will work to onboard the client. So that means getting the samples of the bills that they want us to manage 
And it's up to the, this is really a concierge service. So the client decides which bills they want us to handle. They can start with one bill if that's what they want. If they want us to only, you know, help them with their cell phone bill, we will get that directly. Um, and, and as they develop trust and experience with that account manager, typically what happens is they send us more and more of their bills and we end up getting most of them directly. But it's really at the discretion of the client. Um, and then every month the client will receive a statement and they again can get that any way they want. It can be in the mail or by logging into silverbills.com. They'll have a secure portal. And that statement will show budgeted spend versus actual spend for every category. That's something they went over in the initial meetings with their account manager, benchmarking those expenses, as well as transaction information for everything that Silverbills has done. And the other thing just to add is if there are third parties that the client wants to have access, potentially, for example, an adult child who doesn't live close to the parent, an accountant, an attorney, as long as we have written authorization, that individual will get credentials and be able to log in and see all of those statements, all of the silver bills information in one secure location. And that's really how it works. And we have a 90% customer retention rate. So it's really, um, they feel relieved. They feel well taken care of. I mean, we've, you know, we've gotten some great reviews and great feedback from clients, um, feeling like a lot less stress because they've outsourced this to professionals. Yeah. And, you know, it's, again, we, we've talked and, and, you know, we both made comments, you know, about things advancing and, and it's the old world touch, you know, talking to a human, talking on the phone, um, having that interaction, which is kind of steps backwards in today's day and age, which is really a, a step forward from a customer service standpoint, uh, particularly for a lot of these people who really have grown up with that model of engagement and, and interaction. Yes. And it's it's just dried up over the past number of years and has become very cold and impersonal. So yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate all that. Sure, absolutely. All right, Marcy. So I don't know if you want to get into this or not, but this is the the part of the program where we ask you about you know, a, a personal customer experience that was memorable. It could be positive or negative. Uh, this is a CX podcast, so we are talking about customer experience and customer experiences. So if you have anything you want to share, you know, you're more than welcome to do a shout out. I think it was my experience with Warby Parker. So Warby Parker, so I was confounded by the enormous selection of glasses and the salesperson in the store, I went in person, although you can do this through the mail with them, was just so patient and really made some great suggestions, helped me narrow it down. When it was between two frames, she really thought one was a better fit for me. And just like she, there was like a level of positivity and excitement and patience that I think is pretty rare. Um, she wasn't in a hurry and it's kind of like with my own company, you know, I just, how I hope, you know, our customers feel, I just felt, you know, very well taken care of and it was a very, very positive experience. Part of the family, you know, you ask somebody a question and I can only imagine how many times they get that question every day, you know, these look (laughs) good on my face type of thing and getting a true genuine thought with an honest response is refreshing and what anybody just what anybody wants, and that's all they're looking for. Exactly. 
Marcy, thank you so much for the time today. I appreciate it. Thank you Enjoy, for Thank you for me. joining us. You got Thanks. it. Anytime. Really appreciate it. That's all for Experience Better, the CX podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions and continue the conversation with us on Twitter or Facebook or at Kubraway. That's K-U-B-R-A-W-A-Y or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Experience Better, the CX podcast is presented by Kubra. I'm your host, Scott Thompson. Goodbye for now, and I hope you experience better.